Tell me something. Which kind of application would you generally prefer to design a simple poster? Something like Adobe Photoshop or something like the legacy Microsoft Paint? If you're familiar with the workings of Adobe Photoshop, you might prefer it over Paint. But I was familiar with it too. Still, for two consecutive years, I designed large posters around 4 feet by 3 feet using Microsoft Paint. You might think that the quality was probably inferior then. Well, let me tell you something. If at all the quality was inferior, it was because of my lack of refined graphic design skills. It was not because of the limitation of paint. In fact, you'd be surprised to know that those very limitations you think of when considering Microsoft Paint helped me to work more smoothly than I could have using Photoshop. Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome to the 31.5 Guy Podcast. I am Ronak, your host, and today we'll be learning the importance of constraints and limitations in design. Basically, in design, constraints and limitations help to limit the actions that can be performed to simplify usage and prevent errors. Now, broadly speaking, there are two kinds of constraints, physical and psychological. As you can probably understand from the name, physical constraints impose a limitation on the range of possible actions by redirecting physical motions. And they are again mainly of three types, paths, axis, and barriers. For example, on a volume slider or brightness slider in the control panel of your smartphone or laptop, there is only a fixed path you can slide it in. If the path is horizontal, there's no way that you could try to slide it vertically. On a physical regulator for a fan, for example, you have a knob that you can rotate to increase or decrease the speed of the fan. That shows a fixed axis of rotation. You cannot rotate the knob along any other axis except parallel to the plane of the switchboard. Similarly, you can't plug in a USB-C cable into a 3.5mm headphone jack. Neither can you cross a railway level crossing when the barrier is down. Well, you could, but you really shouldn't. And these are examples of barriers. Moving on to the psychological constraints, you know from the name that they have to do with the manipulation of our mind. Such constraints limit the range of possible actions by leveraging the way people think and perceive. Psychological constraints are again of three kinds. Symbols, conventions, and mappings. Taking examples, you all know that if there's a dark stained glass bottle with a liquid in it, and if there's a single label on the side with a skull and two crossed bones, you would not want to drink that liquid. Similarly, if you're a guy looking for a washroom at a restaurant, and you come across a door with the symbol of a woman on it, you wouldn't enter, right? These are symbols. Now, if for example, a new video streaming application launches on the Play Store today, and you install the app and start watching videos, you probably wouldn't have any problems working your way through the app. 
This would be because according to existing conventions, a triangle on its side means play, two small vertical lines means pause and so on. Similarly, at a traffic light, red would mean stop and green would mean go. There is no exception to this rule. That is the role of conventions. And last but not the least, the smartphones that you have for sure have at least two buttons on the side. The one on the top for volume up and the one below for volume down. Could you have ever imagined it being the opposite, the top one to decrease volume and the bottom one to increase it? No, that is because of the psychology of mappings. So you see, you can not only use physical constraints to minimize unintentional inputs or even dangerous actions, you can also use psychological constraints to improve clarity, give a boost to intuition and refine the overall quality of a design. Constraints and limitations might feel bad at first glance, but when you really think about it, they are very powerful and so very important. And that's all for this episode of the 31.5 Guy podcast. Thank you all so much for tuning in. If you found value in what you heard, please visit the Apple podcast link in the episode notes and leave a review for this show. Really appreciate it. And I'll catch you all on the next episode. Thank you.